that's a triple play. New episodes of Kenway. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA. Check me out. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What's going on? And today we're here to provide you with our deep dive analysis on the God of High School, episode 11. Um, a lot of God stuff going on. A lot of God stuff this episode. So exciting to talk about it. I thought it was pretty hype personally, and uh, I'm excited to talk about what some of the behind the scenes things are now that that's like the thing, right? Because at the end, they're like, all right, tournament's off. It's over. So anyway, cool stuff to get into. But if you guys enjoy the content today, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of this episode? What do you think of GOH so far? And what did you think of our discussion? Make sure you guys are referring to the description for links for our social media, as well as our Patreon and Discord. And make sure you guys are checking us out on the audio only platforms at Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you need to listen to us on the go. But anyway, let's hop into it. So we have... Uh, Il Pio, or El Pio and uh, Jim Mori, who are still brawling it out. El Pio has awakened the fox now. So we finally, and okay, this for me was a long time coming. But I, and you might argue that it's like, well, they've kind of been giving you a little, you know, uh, trail of crumbs here along and fair enough. But I feel personally, this one actually solidified for me the the goal and the reason for the goal, at least more so than than previous explanations uh, in terms of Knox versus Park. Um, and that is that the nine tails, you know, they go through the story used to be the guardian of, of God, like the God of gods, essentially, uh, you know, warded off any attackers, the whole nine, but he's incredibly powerful. And you know how the story goes, essentially <laughs> X person in power. This time, God is like, eh, he's getting a little too strong for my liking, even though he's done a lot for me. So I think I'm going to like betray him and screw him over, you know? So he attempts to do that, obviously um, fails in doing so. The Fox destroys half of heaven before he is eventually quelled and basically goes to sleep. And he's still kind of holding a grudge about it. So he's like, when I wake up, I'm killing God and, and the rest of heaven. So we realize that, you know, that Fox now inhabits um, Il Pio. So he's using that against uh, Jin Mori. Now, Jin Mori, I was saying when we were reacting to this, is, I mean, like, we all knew he was actually broken, like, you know, just in terms of, like, his strength and all this stuff, but, like, he is, he's broken. <laughs> like, he's freaking broken because he's able to fight him, at, you know, assumedly not you fully tapping into his Chariok um, for a couple minutes, you know, while Apio is in this Ninetales state, which, you know, is touted to be the key. So that in and of itself was pretty damn impressive. I mean, he is getting kind of mollywopped the entire time. It's not like he's mm-hmm. winning per se, but like the fact that he's living, <laughs> you know, or not being, you know, knocked out is uh, impressive to say the least. Um, but we realized that, you know, uh, Opio can't control this power, at least not for too long. So it seems that he doesn't, he's not even fully aware of the ins and outs and everything that's going on with it. So um, I don't know. What'd you guys think? Of the fight, that is, or any sort of talking points during it. I mean, the fight was dope. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, my throat, what am I doing? Um, no, but the fight was dope. Like, you can't complain. You know, they're actually delivering on cool animation and, you know, sick shit going on. So, like, 
<clears throat> oh my god <laughs> oh, like it's weird you know when you, i don't know but either way like it was nice finally actually getting a reason for everything that's been going on because that's been like the one of the bigger stipulations in terms of like keeping not only my attention span in the ring but just like even my interest in the show because we didn't we like this whole time we're watching we don't know the reason for anything going on like yeah there's chariot there's cool shit happening but like for what purpose and now we're getting more insight on said purpose and like it's finally starting to bring, like, it's starting to connect the dots, and I appreciate that, and it makes it more bearable to watch the show. And when it's accompanied now by more storyline and dope fights, now we're starting to move in a direction that I like. Mm-hmm. So I can say that I am, I can, I can deal with it, and I'm enjoying it, and I hope they keep on, like, steering it in this direction where it's more plot with more action and, you know, storytelling along with it. Yeah. So I do, I do like it. Though. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I, we also find out that Maury, at least I'm, I'm going on a whim here. Uh, Jin Maury is the God that they've been referring to or, or at taps least, into that or at power. least is po- borrowing that power. Yeah. Now I could be wrong there, but kind of seemed like it because he kind of, you know, laid the hurt on El Pio once he unlocked, finally unlocked his chariot. So all of his moves, his abilities, it's like, it's not going to cut it now, dude. We've hit the next stage. You got to do something more than that. You got to have a, another trick up your sleeve. And Jim Mori delivers. And essentially, you know, once the eyes turn, it's like, you know, right? So fine, they go blue. He basically summons this like tempest. And it's interesting because he doesn't necessarily take on like this other physical form or it's not like, you know, the jester that's like X height and is behind him or even the dragon or whatever. It's literally like God in the heavens, God, you know what I mean? Like doesn't even make an appearance down besides just a swatting hand really, which is kind of insane. And also reminded me of, um, of Mugen, uh, in the sense that he's able to, you know what I mean? He was able to flatten that Island in the beginning. So I think there's something to be said about, I don't know if it's just Jin Mori that can control that or borrows his power from that god specifically. Like if there's if there are more people that could tap into that, maybe in a different way, et cetera. There's a lot of questions raised with that. But regardless, he, you know, he awakens it um and is able to essentially dismantle um El Pio. But now it's interesting because again, we kind of get now that we have a little bit more of this backstory, we understand, okay, here's the key, here's potentially God in Jin Mori. That's my prediction. You know, how is now, because Park and gang, or Mugen Park and gang are like, you know, we need this to, to destroy God. While, you know, the people in the cult are like, we or we need this key to be destroyed. So we can't destroy God, essentially, because it's the only one that could put up a fighting chance. So it's it's interesting, because we have this, like, budding rivalry set up between Jin Mori and Il Pio, but... You know what I mean? Like, I think it, it's going to depend on where Ilpio's allegiances lie and if he can control this power and, you know, what is Mugen going to do now as well? You know, if if Jin Mori is the god, you know, that they're talking about potentially. Again, I could be wrong. Like, does he not want to screw with him anymore? You I don't know. What I think know. it is. Do I think? think, I don't think Jin Mori is the god. I think what it is is that there's, like, tears. So, like, you know, you have your, uh, let's say, like, Mira and... um even well i don't really know about il Pio. he's kind of up in the air for me um but like mira and let's just even argue dawi and like most of the other people that we know of in the cast that like have chariot um and and can use some sort of power have like this sort of like just for for sake of making my point here like like tier one uh you know power right and then you have like tier two power which i think like is where park is at and like mori where it's like the the gods that they are connected with or or the gods that they're borrowing power from are just on another level. 
And so like the scale, like, you know, literally the scale of these gods is, is just, you know, asinine compared to, you know, like ones again, like Nira or even Ilpayo, um, who are just like on a different, you know, just on a different playing field. And I think, cause like it would, I don't know. Cause if Mori was the God, then like Mori, I feel like Mori would have been targeted by the cult themselves because I feel like the cult would know like that, he, that their God, you know, the, the one that they, you know, love and worship is like, you know, some way, shape or form manifesting, uh, it's pa- or his power, or whatever through Mori. Um, plus we know that Park can use some power to the same scale and effect that Mori did. So clearly Mori's ability is not like, you know, the one and only or incredibly unique uh, to him. Um, so I think I, I kind of feel personally like it's like a, t- you know, like there's just different levels of gods or different levels of Chariot powers. And like, you know, you have your, your Mori's and your, your parks who are like on another, you know, just on a different level playing field when it comes to like, you know, the rest of the cast. Or yeah. the most I, I think that Elpio would be considered to be among them. Being yeah. That he is. Yeah. Like case, I said, so I don't, he's kind of like a wild card. I don't yeah, really know yeah, where to put yeah. him. Cause he, like kind of again, like stature wise, it, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really know like how to judge where he stands. Like he kind of feels like he could go that way, but like obviously, if he was like tangling with God and fucked up half of heaven, he's got to be like the That's shit. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like, I don't know where the fuck that nigga goes. Yeah, like, yeah. He I, I think it, I think it relates mm-hmm. to like, you know, the the people are almost like a vessel in order to, you know, provide for this this power that has this ridiculous ability. So being that the fox is you know touted to be on that level, I think that you know, Ilpayo just by default would be on that level because, you know, it's like, oh, well, I choose you, you know, the God, and it's like, sick, you know what I mean? I'm up there, I made it, you know, with exterior. I mean, that but, makes yeah. logical sense, yeah, but yeah. this show does not capitalize <laughs> on logical sense. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, it's it's interesting mm-hmm. um, where you bring it up. And then the other thing with what you were saying were uh, Jin Mori, like, why wouldn't the Knox go after him? Um, I don't know if they, I mean, I could be wrong here, but I don't know if they like know, know about him. I think they know about uh, Tejin because he is, ta- he is so, he's made a name for himself. You know what I mean? It's like everyone knows Tejin at this point, at least all the top people. And right. when they, well, when it's, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, what I mean is, is when uh, Ilpayo uses his power, they're like, yo, did you feel that? That's like, that's the key. Sure. Yet when Moore uses power, they weren't like, oh shit, that's, that's yeah. our God. And like, I feel mention, like they would have been able to yeah. identify if it was their God, like oh, okay. whether they know who the person is or not, yeah, they would have yeah. known like that. They felt signal. it. They like, they said something with it, but then it, yeah, you're right. It wasn't as much of yeah. like an Like they knew Ilpayo was the key. They were like, that's the key. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, gotta be the key. Yeah. Interesting. Gavin, what do you think? No, I was going to say, yeah, because obviously um, Jin's also had a greater, like, effect, you know? Like, it was a lot... It, it's fucking massive. A fucking hand came out of nowhere and smacked <laughs> it, you know? Like, it, it, it gave off a lot of power. I'm just more curious on how or why Jin would awaken his Chariot. So, like, I'm just trying to, like, plan out the rest of this series in my head. And obviously, sure. it's only 13 episodes, and we're comparing it against the Manwa, but, like... For me, I almost feel like um, Ilpayo is going to get captured by the cult in a sense. That could be. And like that, because right now they're really pulling heavy that these are the antagonists. That, or I mean, you can make an argument that Mugen and his gang could be like this weird pseudo antagonist, like at the end of all of this. But either either way, it's said, I almost feel like Ilpayo has to be captured in a sense and like be close to awakening their god, and that would put everybody else's back against the wall. I'm just, I'm really trying to see how they can like keep the ball rolling in terms of like what has happened, you know, and not just stall because they can't just stall it for 400 like chapters. You know what I think? Oh, it's a back and forth like match. Like no, like shit has to happen. It's gonna be a thing where like 
maybe Ilpayo gets captured or or somehow willingly or, or however it happens, mm-hmm. somehow he ends up like going to wherever he has to go to awaken God, right? But like, and whether again, whether it's he's captured and taken by the cult, or whether he's like, no, I'm gonna go up there and kill him, or whatever. Like he goes after God, let's just say, and then like everybody, you know, Mori and gang go, after, go after him, him, and like it's literally they go into like an alternate world now, like they're in the world of these gods, so to speak. And I think that's how we could continue going, you know, through season two. Again, I don't know. Yeah, that exactly. no, that, that's I'm just trying to think, like, if yeah, they, if they just X this cult, is it like, all right, next, like, on to the next No, and I get what you mean, because, like, like they, thing, they're you know? good for setting up, you know, what's going, what's happened in this season, but, like, we can't just run with the cult for, you know, yeah, X yeah, amount yeah, of season. Yeah. So, like, there's yeah. got to be some shift in the, you know, in the literal story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he's going to either be captured or willingly go over, and I mm-hmm. think that's kind of alluded to, in the fact that he, A, can't control that power fully in the sense that he can't keep it forever mm-hmm. with the fight with Jin Mori, but also um, when he attacks uh, Jigal at the end there is, like, out of this very blind rage with yeah. it mm-hmm. as well, and it seemed like, you know, because the fox is supposed to be really pissed off, it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the parallel with Naruto where it's, like, it takes over you, like, it's an immense po- amount of power, but you got to mm-hmm. be able to control it, being that he used it, as far as we know, once, you know what I mean? Like he definitely doesn't have a firm grasp on how that works. Mm-hmm. So I could see that as well. I do. I do think that if, and when they make a second season of this or, you know, in the, in the Manwa, um, yeah, we're, we're in the, in like the God mode fights now, you know, where yeah. it's like, I think there might be still this level, like there might even be a tournament at some point. I don't know, but it's like, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of these like one-on-one who knows, but the it's gods, like, these, like have their own tournament. Yeah, literally like Dragon Ball super <laughs> shit, like, you know, style thing, battle for the universe. But like, I could see it escalating to that point now when it's like, okay, now every individual that we fight, or at least for Jin Mori, Pio, things like that are on that level i don't know i could yeah. i could be I wrong mean, that's what people that at least from our comments and stuff like that's what we know is that like as far as scaling like it now god stuff and power levels is bottom floor the now. norm you know yeah. we're no longer at like mm-hmm. the triple taekwondo kicking people in the face and, and whatever yeah, it's like yeah. now you know if you're not summoning jesus behind you to <laughs> swat a nigga into the stage like you're not even fighting because <laughs> like that's where that's the bottom rung for uh for combat now but, you know, yeah, that should be a page out of the Bible right there. <laughs> like Isaiah, like, in a full, I'm like, what? I'm pretty sure <laughs> it is. Isaiah 32, 16. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He <laughs> that. Wild, okay. dude. No, but you are right in that that's the that's the floor now. You know, like, the ceiling. Oh, so that was a bad segue. <laughs> <laughs> like, after that, you were like, you are right. You are I was right. like, I have what? read the Bible, and <laughs> that is a direct quote. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, anyway, so we'll get into, let's get into now the kind of the second part because there was mm-hmm. really only, you know, the fight and then Park and the Everything cult, else. The Park, uh, Mugen and the cult leader running back to race to the key, essentially. And then what happens in the room. So, you know, we get Jinmori who walks in. El Pio is essentially recovering with his mm-hmm. friends. Um, they have a nice chit chat. They leave the room. He's like, listen, dude, I got to ask you. He's like, yeah, about that God thing. Right. Or my grandpa. He's like, yeah, what, what's going on with grandpa? And then kind of this whole thing gets just, uh, you know, like the party gets crashed essentially mm-hmm. because now the, uh, the cult leader, the Knox leader, who is just fast as lightning, apparently just got there and within 10 minutes and was just like, and was just like, all right, here we go. And just summons whatever he has to summon again, but not before this, what happens is, you know, the um, guy whose name evades me, the kid who gets chomped by the Megalodon. Shark bait. Shark bait. (laughs) 
Great name. Great name. <laughs> I'm calling him that now. Yeah, Sharkbait. Oh, um, man essentially is possessed by something. And you were saying that you saw that his hand was screwed up before he walked and stumbled out of the bed. Is that correct? No, no, he was not his, uh, well in they, during Jin Mori mm-hmm. and, um, Il Paio's fight, there was a scene that cut to him in his little, you know, hyperbolic time chamber, whatever the fuck yeah, you want to call yeah, it, yeah. um, recuperating. And there's a shot of his hand and it looks darker than okay. the rest is this of the body. But like, then he has this like weird aura on him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like, is this I when he got hit by the light? Did he get hit by the light? Because there was like the cross and the light that happens. Well, when, that no, when that, was when, that was when Mori transformed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, happened, he's like this energy is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that happened before the Mori thing even happened. Okay, this was before, and it was like cute. I was like, okay, something is going on with this dude. But then before yeah. that, uh, Jiggle, when um, uh, what's his name? Ilpayo. Mm-hmm. My God, when Ilpayo, uh, you know, was had just awakened or not just awakened, but like after awakening to his chariot had like the fucking, you know, something was going on with his hand. Well, he said it was, re- uh, it was Il- his Il- chariot was, was resonating. resonating and him, I'm like, yes. okay. But then when we see the dude, uh, from <laughs> when we see shark bait later, um, he has the same thing. So I'm like, okay, is there like a, is that like a thick, is whatever was going on with him going on also yeah. with him because he like ate him or sort like- of, but well, the, the key difference though, there is that uh, Jiggles is directly correlated to his Cherryock in the fact that it was tiny little spikes coming out. They mm-hmm. were like manifesting there. Whereas shark baits hand was something entirely not of his own. It was yeah. like some demon arm or something that isn't his Cherryock. Cause we saw that his Cherryock has to do with like magic and shooting fireballs and shit. So that really wouldn't correlate, you know, it's considering I'm wondering like if into. because he, he bit him like when he ate him or whatever you want to call it in the match, like some of his residual Cherryock rubbed off on the guy. And because it resonated with Jiggle in that way, like, but it didn't work the same way with this guy, which is what caused that like weird mutation thing okay. to happen. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's one of two things, and it may have been something we missed in the episode because you got to remember we are reacting to this in real time and then immediately hopping into this discussion. So the probability to miss a small, minute detail is pretty high, especially when we're jumping all around and all that. Plus, kind the of show stuff. doesn't exactly like double back to explain so, things. So, so yeah, bear with me here. But I think. Um, I think that it is either one of two things is my prediction. It's either that he was, you know, uh, essentially kind of a similar thing, Jiggle, where, like, in Mori transforming, his body was affected in some way, shape, or form, and he can't, he couldn't handle that power, and it kind of consumed him. Or uh, it was that Knox had done something to him um, prior and basically implanted him as almost like a ticking time bomb sleeper agent in there as a contingency plan because Mugen was like, yo, hit up Ilpio with like maximum security. Like you guys got the key, right? I'll be back in 10. And that's when, you know, the um, Knox leader came there, started, you know, doing what he had to do to like, you know, sprinkle his fairy dust from heaven down. Um, And, you know, all these fucking flies and buzzards come out. But like, I think that that might've been their thing where it's like, okay, here's our thing inside to, to, you know, to get it. Was there ever like a scene like with Knox where like, or, 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 was there ever something that explained that like that that he, somebody would have had contact with him? I guess prior no. That's to? why I'm saying this theory is really not okay. predicated on any proof whatsoever. It's really I'm kind of just grasping here because I don't I didn't get anything besides potentially him being struck by the god power that yeah. would indicate why he was doing that. So those are my two predictions as to why that happened. Because yeah. when uh, the other thing is when Jiggle, um confronts uh, you know the dude in the hallway or whatever of the hospital, the way he was like talking made it seem like he like sort of understood like what 
happened to him, but like not why it happened. Like, the yes. way, like so yes. that's what, again, backed up, or not backed up, but made me think more. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. it had to have been something where like, they felt the same thing or the same yeah. residual effect happened to them, but because of just the way that they're made, like his body responded What's to What's also it interesting though too is that uh, Jagal also has ties with Knox as right. well, but he's got his own like ulterior motives to it. Yeah. So even with him talking to him like that, that might be like a trick that he knows that Knox can pull as well. I don't know. Well, I mean, What do you think, Evan? I mean, um, for me, I think it's the first thing that you said. Well, okay. That it's that... The, the power, when Jin Mori transformed, the power resonated with him in the wrong way, and it took mm. overtook his body. And why I think it wouldn't be weird for Jiggle to know that is quite literally because everybody with a Cheriok, and Cheriok only, can feel the power when somebody is being transformed. Somebody, yeah. yeah. So, like, it, oh, like they're always going to resonate. So that probably isn't an unknown idea that bad shit can happen mm. if okay. someone that powerful can be transformed, if that makes sense. Mm. So I feel like just that it happened, he was like, yeah, dude, I felt that too. Like, you know, this isn't like some obscure idea. Sure. Like this has happened before. Okay. That's that makes thought. sense. Yeah. 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 Interesting uh, stuff. We'll have to, we'll see know. if that gets explained at all or not, whatever, but <laughs> probably, not. Shark <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. We're probably all wrong. <laughs> yeah. The real thing was like, yeah, he ate like a bad taco dude. And like, he just couldn't shit. So he just turned into a devil. Mujin tossed him a peach. Like he did to him in the beginning. And he's like, ah, I'm Let's just eat it, see what happens, and he's it all like, "Comes ah. back to the fruit." Yeah, it goes back to the fruit. Don't man. eat fruit, kids. I don't know, but anyway, um, so he obviously comes out, and half of his body's all shot and shit. And Jiggle's like, oh, "You're ugly as sin," and then fights him, and then he kind of goes, you know, almost full into that mode, and his maid lady that you know his uh his, uh, ma that's calling him master is like hey you got it you know come to and then they both get stabbed and, he, and then that's when he's like okay second mode activate absorbs her and it's like oh dear okay like this guy's gonna be stronger than you know we had originally anticipated and at that point you know just starts going and eating everybody you know while everything's going it's just utter chaos in there and uh it was cool to see for a split second that uh Jigal, uh, Jin Mori and Ilpayo had to essentially team up a bit for 10 seconds to fight this thing, you know, this common enemy. And it was like, for a second, I was like, okay, like it seemed like Jigal was getting set up to be the main antagonist, but like, I don't know if Megalodon power is up to speed with like, I summoned an army from heaven, you know, power. And like, we kind of seemed to be getting there pretty fast. So I didn't know if he was going to be like, okay, we got to team up for now. I'll fight you later. I don't know. I was, I was, you know, in the air. And, uh, but you know, <laughs> he's just steady Old being die hard. Yeah, he's just steady being a dick because you know they fight the thing and they're you know they're able to overcome it and when you know uh Alpayo's friends are about to be eaten freaking uh Jagal's just like fuck it and just bit them essentially um like not even caring at all. So like that was fucked up, but I mean, do we really expect anything less from that? So I mean, it's not like you could have just did that from the beginning, but why, why would I say anything? <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, uh, because we need a fight, Gavin. But also, I, I'm just right now, especially with anime, dude. I've come to the conclusion because you know me. Every time I'm like, listen, dude. If I was a super villain, this shit would have been gone. This shit would have been done a while ago. We were talking about it with Sword Art, right? Where it was like, you know, it's like, okay, dude. If you'd really just done this, we got to just kind of chalk I it up that, to the, like it, they're arrogant and cocky and are like, yeah, I don't. I could only use this much of my ability to dismantle you. Listen, Gavin, I get that, I but when it's coming it. to a full-on one-shot, like, it's one thing if there's, like, a back-and-forth, and it's like, okay, there's something to it, but when you just go from a back-and-forth to, like, a, nah, bro, I had this in the bag, it's like... Yeah, to, a little to be fair, too, like, there might also be, I'm just throwing rebuttals out because, you know, there might be something that was explained in the manhwa and just in general in terms of a show. 
in terms of a show, it might take him a second. Like, you know what I mean? To manifest that ability where it's like giant Megalodon chomp. You know what I mean? It might just well, not be like, I know what you, you mean, but I don't, I don't think so. He did do it almost instantly against that guy. Exactly. When he initially fought. Like the second the fight started, that shit was behind him. And like, yeah, he did shoot him with shit first. And then when he like, you know, he had brought him back. That's when it's summoned behind him. I don't know, dude. All I'm saying is that like, if he just immediately did that off the bat, we have no stakes. Straws are banned and they're non-recyclable. So you could just stop grasping for him, bro. Like we're, we're, we're onto some like Stronger reusable shit. Don't even, no, nah, you're good. Fucking drip out of that cup without all anything. Be being environmentally you, you friendly. Being envi- I couldn't think of a word. I'm like going in like circles trying to like come up with you a You love something. You love, yeah. Um, Fair enough. Whatever. I'll take it. Like I, I said, know. I wasn't you know going to die on that You know hill, what it but. is? This show is like weird. It's always been weird with like power scaling. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, really yeah. know. Like it's like, all right, let's assume that Jiggle, you know, uh, was going at this guy, you know, right? Because of what you said, where he's like, ah, I could like fucking, you know, just eat him. But like, what fun would there be? You know, I want to, you know, show off or whatever. So I'm just going to like throw sh- teeth at him until <laughs> he fucking gets skewered. It's like, why? This thing's like a literal, mo- like, who are you expecting? Pra- like, what is the point of any of this? Only to find out that this dude is like, oh, these, these fucking teeth, like you see them pierce him and you're like, oh shit, like he must've fucking got him. And he's like, nah, psych, that shit doesn't hurt at all. And then it's like, I don't know where... I don't know. It's hard to like measure like what, pa- what ability like equates to what power, because it changes like every fight. Where it's like that, like with um, fuck, what's his name? Um, not uh, it, uh, the the names of Ilpayo's teammates. Oh, I don't know their names. All I right, totally forgot. Yeah, girl uh, and guy. <laughs> yeah, girl and guy. Yeah. Um, like when we like that's the other. Thing. I, I just I don't know like how strong anybody is in reference to anybody because every episode there's like a new thing that like literally reestablishes or like completely read, you know, sets like the, you know, the foundation here. And I'm like, okay, it's just hard to like follow. Yeah. I think well too, it's like, we have to remember that we're trying to rationalize the mind of a literal nut job. Like, it, like Jiggle is like literally fucking insane. You know, J- Jiggle, you know, whatever his name is. J- jiggle, Jiggle, Wiggle, Wiggle. Yeah, he's he's nuts, okay? First of all, like he just tried to drive a spike through someone's head when he didn't even meet him yet. You know what I mean? Just because he was simply conversating with a guy he's holding a grudge against. So like trying to rationalize why he's doing what he's doing, he might literally just be doing that to inflict more pain on that thing because he thinks it's fun. And to be fair, no one else in that area he gave a single fuck about at all. Yeah, I- any, any and all of them could have died besides Opio and he would have been totally cool with it. So like, I don't think there need, there's this like urgency, the sense of urgency where it's like, I got to end this quick. I got to pull out my, the huge guns immediately. Like if you're, unless you're no, you know, someone else who actually has stake in it. I think for him, it's like, okay, I see what it does. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do my thing. It's a very anime moment. You know, like I, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't seen that exact scenario play out. No, no, I a understand his, his mindset. In yeah, it. That yeah. makes sense. My thing is like, is it's strictly I'm talking about the power scaling here. Oh, okay. I just don't understand like how one episode prior, like somebody will fight somebody and it's like, oh, these moves like do this. And like this thing happens. And then the literal next episode is like, no, just kidding. That thing is like actually the weakest fucking thing ever. And it's like, okay, so are you telling me that? the dude who he fought before was just like super, super weak because he like, it just, it's hard for me to follow like who, you know, what, what does what? I, like, I who, can what see really that. Means. I actually think that's a common hot take here. I think that's actually a common problem with a lot of, I'll call them fighter animes. Take your Bakis, you know, uh, whatever, like Kenshira, whatever. 
that is a very common problem, I feel personally, in that there are so many different fighters because you need different styles, you need different story arcs, etc. And you, quite frankly, just can't fit all of them into one thing. And what happens is that a lot of times, you know, they have they establish someone as like, okay, this is the next guy to beat. And then they, you know what I mean? Like that guy just kind of has to bite it in a sense, or at least that's how they write it. Because it's like, okay, now we need to move on to like whatever this next challenge is or like whatever. And it like, it fucks up power scaling all the time because I'd be lying if I said I hadn't seen this exact issue play out in other similar animes that do this. And it, you know, not that I'm defending it at all. I think there's like probably a better way to go about it. But yeah, I think for me, the mo when it becomes con confusing and not confusing is like when it's specifically Jin Mori who's, who's with it because it's like, you know what I mean? Like we need to see a gradual progression with him, but it, it's kind of tough to gauge where he's at and like where everyone else is in relation to him because it's like he, especially in this episode, really doesn't have a problem with not defeating, but withstanding all of the attacks from the nine tails and in, in such besides that one shot that he got him to the gut. And to be fair, that one looked like it freaking hurt, but like, you know what I mean? And then also he's like, ah, you know, and then he like swatted him down with like the hand of God. And it's like, yeah, your next opponent's Jagal though. And he's like, oh man, like I might lose. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. this thing and it's like, all right, to be fair, Jagal's up there with you guys and we haven't seen the full, full abilities of him yet. So yeah, you could be nervous a little bit, but like, I don't know. It makes it, it's a long, I'm rambling. It's a long winded way of saying that the power scaling can get confusing, I guess, at some points. I'm agreeing with you there. I'm not, I'm not, dying, I'm not dying on that hill as it were, but I think in this episode and in regards to what we were talking about before in Jagal, um, I understand why the, that fight played out the way it did. You know what I mean? I wasn't there like, that was dumb. You know what I mean? I'm like, I get it. This is a very anime thing. This is a very cinema thing. You know thing, what it you know? is? It's And it's not even like, I guess I would, like, so my whole thing is that I unfortunately just kind of feel like we've gone so far into the show now, like we're already at the tail end, and I've just kind of lost like my pure level of investment. Like there's some level that's there because I want to finish the show and I want to see how at least the, you know, the season, like the anime concludes. Um, but I'm like just not as invested in the characters anymore. Like we've gotten to the, you know, the 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 final, you know, destination or, you know, the final level battle here, right? Where it's like gods versus, you know, well, other gods, I guess. <laughs> um, but like I and I'm I'm kind of just like, all right, guys, like do your thing, let me know how it goes. Like I'm 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 just not like I'm not there because I feel like I've kind of just been like fucking tied a rope around and just dragged through this whole season as far as like what the fuck's going on and who's trying to do what that like by the time I'm here now. It's like, I just, I don't know. I'm like, okay, this is cool. But you know like, I yeah. just, I you know, what's funny in you saying that actually, I just had a thought and I, and I think this is where animes and shows as compared to their written counterparts, whether they be manga, manhwa, comics, etc., really struggle. Um, when you have a story arc and a plot and a, and a way of writing that plays out like the God of high school does. And so let me explain. So the God of high school has taken a route that has been taken in other things before where they've decided to withhold a lot of information from you intentionally in the beginning in order for you to have this, okay, I need to pursue this to see what it is thing. And they kind of give you this little like M&Ms like across the floor type thing sure. until you hit the, the pot of gold. And then it's like, holy shit, like this is all, this all comes together. It makes sense. And as compared to some other um, stories, which kind of lay it out for you in the beginning, 
and then like see how things flush out from there. So there's really no mystery in terms of what's going on, what's this power level. It's really like, okay, I already know this power level. How are these people going to cope with it now that I already know this? So I not to relate every anime ever to Naruto, but this one, to be fair, parallels being that we're talking about the nine-tailed fox. So here's my example, right? In Naruto, it is established literally within the first 30 seconds of the show, the nine tails, why everyone hates him, why he hates everyone else, and why our main protagonist has him, or that our main protagonist has this spirit in him. So clearly we know now, okay, Naruto's probably going to be a pissed off kid. He's got to deal with a demon inside of him. And like, I'm going to see where this goes. Where God of High School has kind of flipped that on its head. And it's like, it is now episode 11 and we're figuring out about the nine tail fox, the key, etc. I don't think that that's, a wrong way because there's it's not right or wrong i don't think it's a wrong way or a bad way per se to write a story but i think when you translate that to show form it suffers because what happens is you have to wait week to week in order to watch this shit and for me it's like it's too long we've been 11 weeks in now before we figured out what the nine tails is and like how it relates to our characters whereas in naruto we figured that out in the first 30 seconds i think if you're reading the story we just blew through 50 chapters chapters of Noblesse in one of our last streams. I could sit there, when I was reading Berserk, I'd read it for four hours at a clip. You know what I mean? Like, I could picture reading a story like this or a story that does something like this and getting to that point within a fraction of the time that it takes you in waiting and watching, in a sense. Maybe not necessarily watching, but waiting in order to obtain that information. So I feel like you don't, it's not, it doesn't feel like so long of a wait and so much of a dangle for you to find out what's going on in those terms. I think it's, and then I you think can it's flesh it out from there. What it is for me, because the common thing in those things that you were just saying about like comparing God mm-hmm. to high school um, to stuff, you know, other stuff like Noblesse or, or Berserk in your case, it's like for me though, it's like, but you like those stories. You like those, you liked those characters. So by the time you got to the point in those stories where like the bomb was dropped, so to speak, you were already there and invested in it because of the characters. I I think for me, it's like, but I'm not so worried, I guess, that God of High School took this specific approach to get there. I just, what my thing is, is that in the time that it took to get there, it did nothing to make me like care about these characters. So by the time we got here to this bomb drop of information, I kind of don't really care about the characters. So I don't really care that like the stakes have changed or that like things are different now because I'm still just as little as, as, you know, as invested as I was like at the beginning, which is like not a whole lot. Cause I don't really, I haven't, I don't feel like I've gone anywhere with these characters. It, the pacing feels so gummed up that it kind of feels like we've just been like idly bouncing from episode to episode, at least as far as like character, like motivations and wants that like, by the time we get like, you know, again, to compare stuff, we went through 50 chapters of noblesse, but whether I had to wait 11 weeks or a day, like I like those characters. I was invested in those characters from the rip. So, like, by the time we got to any or, or get to any bomb drops, it's like, yeah, that's good to know. But, like, I like these characters that I'm I'm already here. You know what I mean? Like, the story already has. I feel like that's what, at least, again, personally for me, God High School hasn't really done. It hasn't gotten me invested in these characters. I just, I don't really, I don't, I don't feel for what's, you know, for what it is they want or, or some of them want and, and others, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. I I think me personally, I'm I'm still I'm still hanging hanging on in there. Like I think this episode kind of for me brought it back as compared to like you know the last episode uh, where we had our thoughts. You know, um, and I'm interested in seeing where it goes. Again, it's nothing for me to write home about. 
Um, but I do think that they're in the grand scheme of things. And I know this is not what you were saying. So this is a separate point, but like in the grand scheme of all the episodes, there's really only been like three that I particularly not so much enjoyed, um, four, seven, 10, um, and, and not even so much 10 more like four, seven, um, in that. Uh, so I'm like, I'm still there. You know what I mean? I think it's just like, there's, there's been bumps in the road. Um, and while I'm not particularly like super invested in Maury or, or Mira or Dewey as, as much in general, I'm curious now to see at least where the story ends off, at least for this first season, um, with it, if that brings any solace. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. Again, it's all opinion. Nobody's right or wrong in that scenario. But I'd think that at the end of the day, this episode did more for me to bring it back into center field here and for me to be like, Okay, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that now this makes sense when people are like, you know, using said ability or saying said thing or, you know, performing said action or like when somebody gets this, like, it makes sense now to me that, that I, it's happening. Yeah, I totally I think that's the I totally thing. get what people are saying now. I think when they're like, you've got to read the manhwa because it does it so much better. My biggest problem with this show has always and still is always like the pacing, the way that they've rolled the story out. It just, it hasn't worked for me where it's like, we're moving to this beat incredibly fast or moving to this point or it's like, let's skip over this because we like, you know what I mean? There's like A, B and C and they have to hit A, B and C, but there's like actually nine points in between each of those things that they should hit for you to get this story, but they just don't or they yeah. just can't. So it's like, I feel like with something like the Manwa where they have all the time in the world to flesh out all of those segue or sub points, um, like those are important to me because those are the things that get me invested. Those are things that make me care. If I read those things, if I get into those characters, in, into this world and the story more, I by this point, I might want or or like, quite frankly, Mori and, and Mira and Dawi enough to like be invested and like want to know what's going on in the story because I want to know how it affects them. Mm. To whereas the anime, I feel like it's been pulling me along at like such a breakneck speed that by the time we got here, it's like, all right, we're here. And it's like, I don't even know where, like where we are. I don't like, I don't care. I just, you know, I just don't care. Yeah. I don't know. Gavin, <laughs> you haven't talked in a while. Are Go easy. Would you? <coughs> <coughs> or double down. <laughs> Y'all ready for my contribution. Okay. All right. Let it, let it rip. Jiggle the beagle. He's not very feeble. Acting like a bald, acting like a bald eagle, he's eating all them people. <laughs> all right, y'all can just end it. <laughs> right. Gavin, normally I would yell at you like really loud, but that actually made me laugh a lot. <laughs> You and I want to know how long now. it took me to come up with that plan in my <laughs> head while they were arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally would like catch you in the corner of my eye as I'm talking. And I'm like, wow, he really looks like he's like in the oven there, but like thinking. And I'm like, yeah, he was just baking that up the I, whole time. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. He see you were up to something productive while we were having that whole rant. And I'm not going to lie. I was like this close to just being like, all right, folks, we'll see you next time. <laughs> I was really close. But was, I know y'all were waiting for that. that yeah, was, they that were was pretty good. Um, Bravo. It seemed like it took up a lot of um, mental you know, capacity. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, don't, I don't have a lot left up there. Okay, so is there just, anything else left before we end it off? Um, I'm okay with it. I'll, I'll keep on watching. Yeah, I think I'm more in the boat where it's like they gave me a little something. There's only an episode or two left. I'll, 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 I'll. I'll. 
it, it can be in the presence of Lord Haven for a little bit. <laughs> that, that's what I'll say. Uh, just for just a smidgen. Okay, fair enough, man. <laughs> I'm really riding this horse right now. It's just fucking going. <laughs> it was fine. I don't mind it. Anyway, folks, those are our thoughts on the God of High School episode 11. Very different uh, opinions and stuff like that. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. As always, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, sharing with your friends, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of this episode? What do you think of the God of High School? And what did you think about our discussion? Be nice. But until next time, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Later. Peace. Bankai, we just some ghouls though, who like seeing parts fly.